Welcome to episode 33 of the Rockin' Interviews podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Wilk, and today I'm joined by... Robin McCauley, uh, formerly of uh, MSG, McCauley Schenker Group, currently Black Swan, used to have an English band called Grand Prix, um, Far Corporation, uh, oh, GMT, oh my God, it's an endless list, but here I am to talk about Black Swan Current and In the Forefront. Hell yeah. Okay. Oh, and a Vegas show for seven years called Rating the Rock Vault, which was number one in Vegas for the last six years. Classic rock show. Mm-hmm. Just, just throw that in. <laughs> <laughs> I think my listeners are used to me having on guests that uh, have been in a laundry list of a laundry. <laughs> it's cool. Still, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Anna, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Happy to be talking to you today. Me too. Where are you? Uh, I'm in Connecticut, actually. Connecticut. Well, okay. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you these days? Are you I'm still in Europe? I'm, I'm in LA. Oh, okay. Cool. In La La Land. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Music Central. Music Central. So don't, so don't, don't slap me. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't. I just couldn't hold, help myself. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> good morning for me. Yeah, an afternoon for me. Um, um, so before we get into talking about uh, the new Black Swan album, I wanted to uh, get a little background on you. So uh, you began your musical journey playing drums at nine years old. Uh, so do you remember what the first song you ever learned or the first song you ever wrote was even? Hell no. <laughs> um, I can tell you that... Um, I sucked as a drummer. <laughs> I wanted to be a great drummer. That didn't work out too good. Um, you know, um, I was born and raised in uh, the south of Ireland. Um, my older brother played drums and I'd steal his drumsticks and bang on his drums and he wasn't too pleased about that. And um, it's just something I wanted to do, and I ended up in a couple of local bands, and one of them got a lot of gigs, and uh, at that age, I kind of was playing sort of clubs and dance halls. I really wasn't allowed into the place, but I was hiding back there, and I didn't sing. Sometimes I would do some backup vocals, um, and I just wanted to be a good drummer, and it was mostly um, mostly country and western. <laughs> But you got to start somewhere, right? I guess um, so. <laughs> um, and I don't think I got involved with writing till much, 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 much later um, when I actually moved and was living in London. And then I teamed up with what would become members of uh, an English band, Grand Prix, signed to Chrysler's Records, same record label as Michael Schenker at the time. And... Uh, you know, you write a song and you have a wish that you're going to make a little seven inch vinyl and then you see it and it looks so sort of lonely all there by itself. You go, why can't I make a whole stack of them? Um, yeah. And then you just you just go from one to the next and, you know, you don't really know what you're writing. You just do it and you go, oh, it's a cool song. And, um, yeah, you know, it just kind of sort of has a domino effect from there. It just goes on. And if you're lucky, you get a break. And if you're not, you just keep writing or if you're a really terrible drummer you just give up <laughs> I guess so. 
That's really interesting, though, that you started playing uh, drums and wanted to be a good drummer first. I feel like a lot of people uh, want to be, they want to be the singer, you know? They want to be the oh singer. Oh, my God, no. Somewhere else. No, I never wanted to sing. I, 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 I still don't want to sing. Um, <laughs> I, I never wanted to be a singer. It was, like, thrown at me. Uh, we used to have, uh, when I was still playing drums, we used to have a, a girl singer. She was awesome. Um she was lucky. She went on to get her own TV show and everything. Oh, nice. I, I would do some sort of duets with her and and the guys would go, dude, you should be singing, you know. And I went, nah, I don't want to be singing. But, you know, um, I went to London, visited one of my sisters and uh, my brother-in-law took me to this local pub. And there's always music in the English pubs. And I don't know, I think I didn't have my first taste of alcohol until I was like 20. <laughs> I was a late bloomer. Um, not bad for an Irish guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Um, I guess I'd had a couple. And I ended up on stage. And um, I guess it was okay because soon afterwards I got approached by that band that they were going to fire their singer. And would I be interested? And two years later, I'm still in that pub band played every club and then again uh, in London area for two solid years. And then I, I moved on. Somebody came and said, dude, you want to sing some real music? <laughs> and that's when I joined Grand Prix and, and, and yada, yada, yada. And then I met Michael Schenker and yeah, you just, you know. The alcohol-fueled endeavors of the 80s. You know exactly. what? You know like, what? You know? And uh, I've been drinking ever since. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, so, I mean, I guess we can talk about that. So throughout, like, what was arguably the peak of rock music in the mainstream, uh, you released several albums with uh, MSG, and we've all heard the stories from the Sunset Strip and all the debauchery that was happening in LA uh, at the time, but you guys were- uh, It's not happening anymore. <laughs> um, and you guys were based in Europe. So what was the scene like there at the time? Was it similar to the LA scene? Um, it's always been a little bit different. Um, um, but, um, you know, there wasn't so much of the hair metal going on in Europe as there was here in the States. And um, when we were, uh, when Michael and I were writing the first, what would become the first MSG slash Macaulay Schenker Group record, you know, management record label were going, hey, you know, we need to be writing songs like Def Leppard of Bon Jovi or Whitesnake or all of that, you know. Mm -hmm. And so we came here, we were mixing our first record here and, um, you know, the hair was like this big. You could barely get through a doorway, you know, <laughs> and gallons of hairspray and, you know, all of the ripped jeans and the makeup. And it was fun. You know, I don't think we took it too serious or maybe some people did. Um, but it was important that you had the song and it was important that you got the radio play and the MTV right. and the VH1 because they were all paramount to you being accepted or getting on a tour sure. and, and and nobody would know you if you didn't literally sure. you know they may hear about you on the circuit that sort of stuff but yeah but you needed the exposure you know like, oh my god i just saw those guys on mtv i want to go see them yeah. and um 
And so you would kind of have to toe the line a bit. And, you know, we'd submit a bunch of songs to the record label or the management to go, don't hear the single, dude. <laughs> you know? And so what are we supposed to do? Write by numbers, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that seemed to happen a lot in the in the 80s is a lot, a lot of the formula. Shannon, yes. it was called a formula. formula. Yeah. Anything, anything besides that just didn't get the shot, you know? No, it didn't get the shot. And and um put a lot of pressure on you. Um, and I'm glad that over time all of that went away, you know, bands were allowed yeah. to be play their music, you know, yeah. and if it was good, it was good. And you know, um at the end of the the whole 80s explosion thing of the hair and the makeup bands, you know, the hair bands as they call us. Um Along came grunge and alternative, and everybody's going, to, that's cool, right? Well, give me more than five bands who came out of that, if you can give me five bands that yeah. came out of kept came cool, period. I'm not sure I could give you five, but definitely give you four. And then alternative was the same. It came, it was flavor of the week, some amazing stuff, but not to age myself, but I came through the whole punk explosion. Mm-hmm. And when I was in like kick-ass rock bands, and then suddenly that was the Sex Pistols and the Stranglers, and and people were going, "Oh no, dude, no more rock music," <laughs> you know. And give me five bands out of that era that survived all of that, and you can't. But I can give you a hundred rock bands mm-hmm. that are still around, whether you love yeah. them or hate or hate them. Right. And music. The music stands the test of time. It's just. As I like to tell people, watch the TV commercials if you watch TV. It's mostly 80s rock music that they use in all their car yeah. commercials or truck commercials. That's and why, why is that? Why is that? It just got, there was some sort of a different element of sort of wild and free about it. And it was good. And it was catchy. And it was like memorable. And, and whether it was male or female band, it was just killer. It was just a lot of fun. And we had a blast. And we're still having a blast. You know, oh, yeah. you know so who I said think- the dinosaurs are not dead? They're not dead. <laughs> <laughs> totally. So you talked about all these different uh, like styles of music and genres that you've experienced and seen the scene change through, throughout your life. Um, so how would you say, like, kind of seeing how uh, the entire music scene has shifted, has changed, like, the way you approach writing music or approach doing anything, even, like, Black Swan or just in general? Excellent. Excellent question. Well, um, for me, my foundation um, growing up was always Motown. Mm-hmm. I just love to this day. You know, when I'm, when I'm home and I've got little or nothing to do, um, I have Spotify up and I have my playlist of of Motown to listen to. It never gets old. It's as good now as it always was. And I always remember thinking, ah, this is just so great. It's just hook lines, those lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where there's the four tops of the temptations of the shy lights of the platters. I mean, the, the drifters, it was just on and on and on. And then I heard Paul Rogers singing with Free, and I'm going, oh, there's a white guy who's got some soul, mm-hmm. right? And, and I started to sort of <laughs> explore a little bit and think, oh, I was, there's another kind of music out there, not just Motown, you know, or the Philly sound. Okay. And, and um, then, of course, being Irish, I got totally into Thin Lizzy and, and 
saw Thin Lizzy when I was 12 years of age with about with about 2,000 people in this tiny little room. Wow. The next time I went to see them, I think there was 85,000 people. So <laughs> I couldn't get within 10 miles, you know, right? Um, and throughout my lifetime, I actually got to perform and record with both guitar players. Wow, from, that's awesome. From Thin and, oh, you know, so I'm thinking, who would have thought? Who would have funked that one? Um, so the music industry, very... Motown was very influential on me in terms of, you know, the structure of a song, the write, writing ability of a song, the hook lines, the melodies. And I kind of carried that in my back pocket all the way through. Um, am I a songwriter? I write songs. That doesn't make me a songwriter, you know. Okay. I, 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 um, I enjoy it. You know, here we are with Black Swan and, and the process is pretty much the same. The music is created. And you try to create the best melody and the best lyric, the, the hook lines, uh, irrespective of whether it's like really heavy music or it's not heavy music. I love melody. I love, I love, I love good songs. That's the key. I just, I just, yeah. like, I like a good song. It's like, I don't care how heavy it is or how not heavy it is. I just like a good song, a good quality writing and something that I go, that is just, that is just really cool. And, only you know how you respond to it. You know, I've, if you feel it, it's a great song to you. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody else goes, oh, dude, I hate that song. So it's all... Right. It's all subjective. Know, it's all subjective. Um, mm-hmm. I like a good, strong melody, and, and it carries me, and the people I work with go, dude, that's cool. And if it's not, they'll tell you it's not cool. Right. <laughs> and, you, and, and that's what's constructive about the whole thing. It's a process, and it's a... It's a yeah. Really, it's a really fun time uh, structuring songs, you know. So that was a long answer, Shannon. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what is uh, the dynamic in Black Swan like when it comes to the writing and recording process? Do you guys, because you guys are obviously based all around the country. Oh, and the world. Yeah. Do you guys all get together or do you do yeah. like the file sending? Yeah, file sending for sure. Um, and... I am blessed um, to know so many different people, but I'm especially blessed working with the awesomeness of Jeff Pilson. I mean, he's a great songwriter. He's a great engineer. He's a great producer and he's a kick-ass bass player. Mm -hmm. Um, So when you have all of those qualities together, you know, you go, I hate this guy. (laughs) And I've known Jeff for more than 30 years. Jeff was best man at my wedding. So I've known him. We're not just, Band buddies were, were good friends. Um, yeah. Reb, I had only met years ago when I used to sing with, with Survivor. And uh, I think Reb was doing a stint with Night Ranger for a while. But the, the depth of melody that that man plays with is just awesome. And of course, his yeah. years that he's still with Winger writing those massive hits. And of course, all his years with Whitesnake. Um, there's a reason he's in bands like that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and that reason is that he's just, he's, he's awesome. He's, he's just a great, great guitarist. And he is steeped in melody, you yeah. know? I yeah. mean, I was telling somebody earlier today that we're going, oh, dude, I think you'll ever play live because when you have, and Brent, uh, um, Reb lives in, in, uh, in uh, Pittsburgh. 
mm-hmm. right? So he's like way out there. We mostly are in, uh, actually our Matt Starr, our drummer is actually in Connecticut. That's where his family is. So he's probably living next door to you. You just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Matt used to live here. And when pandemic hit, he, he headed back with his family to Connecticut. Um, so geographically it's it's difficult but you know with yeah. technology how it is it's 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 so easy to get things done but reb does come to he comes to la and he gets into the woodshed and they start chopping wood together and shredding like crazy yeah. and then they, they dump everything on my inbox and go dude are you ready <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I i work up my part of it mm-hmm. which is usually the melodies and the lyrics and and then I'll get together with, with uh, Jeff because he's producing it. And um, we'll do some pre-production. You know, I'll sing down what I have. We'll get the structure of the song and snip it here and there. And we go, it's great. Mm-hmm. Up to the microphone, put it down and uh, move on to the next. Uh, so they're, they're awesome to work with. And we have this great sort of um, input, very constructive all of the time. And we, we enjoy it. Reb, yeah. actually, when we were shooting the videos recently, you know, he came to Jeff and myself and he goes, hey, dude, you think we'd be any good live? <laughs> and I went, well, we're playing that live now on the video. <laughs> of course, we're not. Um, but uh, it would be great to play live. It's difficult because we're all crazy. Doing right, different, right. Different, different stuff, but. Never say never. A big yeah. festival, a big festival here or there, or a number of big festivals would be the perfect uh, launching pad for a band like Black Swan. And it does sound like a band on the you know, first record. We, we, we got together, we wrote it. We loved the record, got slam dunked by the pandemic. And so yeah. there's always the question, can you do it again? And now uh, we just did it again. And I yeah. think it's, it's an even better record. And it really sounds very cohesive and live sounding actually um and people seem to like it and we're very very grateful for that so yeah yeah that's the great thing about uh one of the super group bands like black swan is you've got like you've got four guys and coming from a musician you've got four guys that make me want to quit (laughs) oh come on do you play oh yeah i play bass and guitar i mean like it's fine awesome Oh, so what's the band called? What's the name of your band? What's the name of your band? Oh, uh, I play in a band called Mickey Licks. Uh, we're like Mickey a, Licks. Yeah, we're I'm like writing a it down. Shred band in uh, Long Island. Are you guys on YouTube? Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna check it out. I'm writing it down. Oh <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna name yeah. like Shannon. You must be Irish. No, I'm actually not. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it was just a name it was a good just name, name my parents liked i guess i don't know <laughs> it's just a good name <laughs> yeah awesome but, um, yeah i mean like hearing for me like red beach is one of my favorite guitar players and awesome. um, like hearing that he wrote 17 like that riff that's right. great riff when he was 15 like that's how old i am like he yeah. wrote that riff at my age are you kidding me like that makes me yeah. want to quit <laughs> No, no, you must never quit because, you know, you, you take it, you take it and you absorb it and you move on. You go, that'll, that'll stay with me because, because um, it, it made an impression on you as I've had so many impressions made on me. And, and, and 
Yes, of course you could quit because you go, I can never do that. Yes, you can. Of course you can, you know? And and um, there's so much music. Yeah. You know, delve into it. Just keep creating. And, and if, if you're, make sure heart pound, it's working. It's just absolutely oh, yeah. working. No question about it. Gives you goosebumps. <laughs> sure as hell working, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So no, uh, absolutely. Love it. And don't keep playing. Keep practicing. It's just sure. what you do. It's what you remember. Remember, it's what you do. Yes. You can't, you can't eradicate it now. It, this is part of you. Yeah. You know, and, and you'll take it, take it, take it, take it forward, and it'll just get better and better. And you'll be going, ha, yeah, who the hell is Reb Beach anymore? You know? <laughs> I sure hope so. <laughs> no, of course. Yes, absolutely so. Um, so you've said that uh, Black Swan's previous uh, album, Shake the World, was your personal favorite album you've worked on. <laughs> You're so how, does, how does this compare? How does this upcoming album compare to that? <laughs> Somebody else asked me that, and my answer was, and I'm going to give the same answer to you. So in my opinion, the last thing that you record should be the best thing that you've ever done. Should be. Otherwise, you're wasting your time doing it. And this yeah. is the best thing I've ever done this generation. <laughs> because because you move on and and yeah. hopefully when you're immersed in something, you're going, dude, this is this is I'm really happy with this. This is the best ever. And then you move on. You go, this is the best ever because it's new and it's fresh. And, and right. that's, that's kind of how I, I, I meant it. And of course, everybody goes, oh, dude, really better than anything you've ever done. And I go. <laughs> Right now, at this moment in time, yes, absolutely better than anything I've ever done because I'm lucky to have gone from there to be able to do this right now. So, of course, it's the best thing I've ever done. It's like, and I'm, I'm grateful for it. So, um, yeah, it's never over. Remember, it's never over. Mm -hmm. never. That's a good attitude to have. And I think, like, with all the people I've talked to, um, like, musician-wise, I feel like most people uh after like spending so much time like working on a project or an album like they kind of get sick of it and like when you're working on it that's the greatest thing and then once it's done you're like okay what's the next greatest thing and i feel like that's kind of what you guys are doing yeah because because um you you put your heart and soul into it you know and and then because you're so immersed in it you know you you stop listening to it for a while and because something else has come along. But upon reflection, when you go back, you go, wow, do we do that? And yeah. that's the cool, that's the cool thing because because like I said, it's it's not going to go away. It will right. be there for you to reference back to it. And and hopefully when you do reference back to it, you'll go, ha, that was just awesome. Mm -hmm. And and even if it's in a subliminal fashion that you move forward, you'll take so much of that with you and and you may not be cognizant of it at the time but you're taking it you're taking it and you're evolving because you've done yeah. it and 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 now it's pushed you so far that you know you're in the next phase and that is that's just it's just you know yeah. hopefully and lyrics is so difficult not to repeat yourself sometimes oh, you yeah. know um and who says guitar players don't rip themselves off all the time? But, you know, it's a variation on a theme, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess that's how you develop your style, though, too. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, people go, dude, you could be in a fog and start singing, and I would know it was you, you know? And I'm going, well, that's nice. And, and I think that's, you know, I don't like 
some awesome singers. Why do I need to sound like them? I couldn't sound like them anyway. So I think it's good yeah. to, to develop your individuality. Be who you are. Create your style. And, and, and then it becomes distinctly you. For sure. And I, and I think that's really cool. I think that's cool. I mean, I know Reb's playing and I'm going, ha, there's Beach. Got Beach written all over it. And, yeah. and what a compliment that you have defined your style that people go, yep, there he is. You know, I work with Michael Schenker. I could pick him out of a snowstorm. I could pick yeah. him out of a hundred guitar players because of his tone, what he does. He has licks and runs that he uses that, that may be slightly varied, but I know his style. I can hear it. And, and he's steeped in melody as well, which is one of the things I've always, always loved about working with him because He's, he's very he can play really fast he got all of the tricks and stuff but at the end of the day there's a lot of passion and melody in what he plays and that just wins the day for me every time mm-hmm. you know i like all of it i don't mind all of that but but some of it leaves me cold it doesn't mean anything it's just yeah. just, just uh you know antics on the fretboard that just and then there's the other stuff that goes whoa, whoa. Eddie Van Halen, big example. Yep. yep. There's no question about who he was, what he was, what he sounded like. It's just, there you have it. You know, yeah. and yeah. countless others, of course, you know, countless others, but just to name one right now. Yeah. And I think, I think as a singer, like that's what, I think that's what makes a good singer a lot of the time is paying attention to the little synchronicities in the, the music itself. Like, Minus oh, vocals, you know? Super important, super important. I mean, the first time I, I discovered Paul Rogers, I was just I was just in awe. And and when I heard Lou Graham for the first time, could sell this shirt off his back. I mean, the passion, the emotion, the approach to his lyrics. Oh my God. It's just like, and I'm going, ha. Now you're talking about when you hear it, you want to give up. That was a perfect example of wanting to give up. And I'm going, oh yeah. man. Oh man, you know, and and it's just the delivery is just, uh, you know, it's just incredible. So yeah, and it's really important to listen to the music, you know, and dig in, and 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 see where it touches you. That's that's that's, that's the beauty of it. Definitely, isn't it great music? Good old music. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like people people say to me they're like oh i don't listen to music like what what do you mean like what do well, you of course. do <laughs> i mean that would be i mean can you imagine not having it in your life and what did you say you're 15 yeah i mean 15 years from now you will have you will have taken so much in added to what you already have You'll 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 be drowning. <laughs> I will gladly drown in music. Yes. So down and, and, and now you're only 30. Think and now you've got, you know, yeah. Same again to go triplets. And you're going, oh my God, I envy you because 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 there's just so you've just just such a way to go. And there's just and technology as you move forward is going to be astounding. Mm-hmm. You're in for a treat. <laughs> I just I just want to tell you you're in for a treat. It's just going to get bigger and better and 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 you'll be brilliant and you'll you'll you're going to love it. It's just just all I want to say. I think it's just going to be awesome. I'm yeah. ready. <laughs> yes, yeah, I can see it in your face that you're ready for it. And that's that's good because you have the heart for it. 
you know. Good girl. Way to go, <laughs> Shan. I'm glad we got to talk. That's really cool. Thank you. Yeah, you want to let everyone know where they can check out the upcoming Black Swan album? Yes, Black Swan Generation Mind will drop on April 8th on Frontiers Music, SRL. Um, you can find it on CD. If you go to Frontiers Music, you can get the link. It'll take you directly to where you want to purchase it, which would be awesome. Thank you in advance. Um, we have a great CD. The album cover is, the artwork I think is awesome. Uh, we have a crystal finish vinyl. Um, and we even have a limited uh, edition of cassettes. Oh, I'm here. And as a result, I went into my garage and I uncovered two in great working condition, old Sony Walkmans. And they're, wow. as good, they're as good as they ever were. And I'm going, oh, <laughs> my God. So, yeah, we have it on cassette, limited edition. We have great T-shirts. Obviously, we have uh, CDs and we have that beautiful crystal finish vinyl on Frontiers Music, SRL. Go over to the site and uh, take a look. Give it a thumbs up and go over to YouTube. We have Generation Mind uh, video single uh, followed recently by Eagles fly and on april 8th we will drop another single uh with the release excuse me of the record so we love it and we love you guys for listening and uh thank you for your support it's awesome cool. well thank you is there anything else you'd like to include um just want to talk about you and you're playing now and make sure that you keep playing I get, I get so inspired. I get so inspired with your enthusiasm. And I think that's what we need. I just, I just, I love it. I'm sure you have your favorite bands and, and I think a piece of useless advice, even though you've probably got your go-to sounds and your go-to kind of music, listen to everything. That's what yeah. I do. Listen to everything, expand. And if anybody says, oh, I can't believe you listened to that, no. You don't have to believe anything they say. You believe what's in your heart. Listen to yeah. it all. And it creates a creative uh, approach to everything. Yeah. Because you keep an open mind because there's so much music. So much music. And yeah. you know, if you don't like it, you won't listen to it. That's the beauty. You have so much choice. You just, next. You know? Yep. Yeah. That's, that's what's cool. That's what's really cool. So um, enjoy every minute of it. Oh, really? yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'll talk to you in 30 years and see how's it going. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the Rockin' Interviews podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode.